0: Awkward intro. Hey. Yeah, bloody. Rub our bald heads together virtually. Oh, I yeah.
1: literally thought you were going to say rub our balls together. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm going to dip my balls in it. <laughs> <laughs> Refreshing. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, here we are. Yeah. Born yeah. to be kings. Manny was talking about <laughs> Highlander archaeology where you have to. Uh, take out all the other Highlanders and eventually turn on each other. Oh, because there can only be one. Right. I was like, I would only play this. If uh Princes the universe was the, uh, was played before every single session. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's good to have, um, things that you stand for. Indeed. Yeah. Well, you don't stand for anything. You'll, or if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. Oh. Two, two wrongs don't make a right, but three rights make a left. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. I would, say, I would say, but three lefts do. Yes. Two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts do.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Hey. Hey. How's everybody doing?
0: Uh, I'm alright, but I, I was kind of feeling like maybe I was in the mood for a game. You got any ideas?
1: Oh well You got any games on your phone? Well I do. We do this movie podcast, so we could always do a box office game.
0: I would love that. I don't know. I'm sure you've mentioned it in the past,
1: but who is it that made it? It's the guys from Blank Check. So Blank Check with Griffin and David. And and like I said, I probably explained this on the show already, but I'll Mm. go again. Blank Check with Griffin and David would end every episode with uh, Griffin Newman. Uh, Trying to guess the top five films from the box office the week the film that they were covering came out. Ah, yeah. So, somebody on the interwebs made this into a Wordle-style game. Uh And it's at uh, Mm -hmm. boxofficega.me. And we're going to play it now. And the weekend that we are covering this week is December 6th, 2013. Okay. Ooh, newer, even though it's 10 years ago. I know. Weird, right? Yeah, damn
0: it. <laughs> I automatically wrote December 7th. I guess it, guess it really does live in infamy.
1: It does. Okay. December 6th, 2013. December 6th, 2013. So. So. Number five. We're going to start from the bottom. Work to the top was number six last week. It's from Walt Disney Pictures. It made 3.7 million this weekend and after a 45% drop has made 24.7 in three weeks. Not, not
0: a uh, big hit. Not a stellar Disney hit. It must be like maybe one of their a live action uh mm, mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Right. Three weeks just before
1: Thanksgiving release. You know me, I'm a tagline guy. All right. So we're gonna spend forty points of for our two hundred to look up a tagline. Yeah. Our tagline is you're never quite ready for what life delivers. I got nothing. When did that Babies
0: documentary come out?
1: Babies documentary? Yeah,
0: it was like I... a I think it was Disney and it was a documentary and it was just called Babies.
1: You know what? I'm going to type it in cuz I'm feeling reckless tonight. Uh, oh. It is not Babies. Damn. <gasps> I don't know if it was produced by Disney, but my initial thought was what to expect when you're expecting. Oh, that could very well be it.
0: Uh, I remember it came out around this time. I don't even know who was in that movie, so I don't know that an actor would help me.
1: I think Katherine Heigl was. All right. Well, let's try. Let's try an actor. Okay. Vince Vaughn. Oh, this is Delivery Man. Okay. <laughs> I have Not never heard of it. Me either. Okay, so there was this um, Scandinavian film, I believe, called Starbuck that I had watched earlier in the year when this came out. And it was about a guy who was constantly donating sperm to get money and that were fathered from his sperm found him and they all came together. Oh, and uh, Vince Vaughn did an American remake of this. Okay. I, I think I vaguely remember that now. Yes. Yeah. All right. Number four. Number four is number three last week, also from Walt Disney. 4.8 million this weekend after a 57% drop. It's made 193.7 in five weeks. 193.7. And give me a second, guys the children decided that they needed to watch something that they they have to sign in for. I'm not about to go try to figure this out while we're re-recording. Exactly. Okay. okay. So back to it. Fuck them kids. I <laughs> love them, but they could just watch something else tonight. Not like we don't have 70 more apps on these fucking things. <laughs> right. on these fucking Rokus. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's go. Five. Okay. I feel, I feel like, like we've been getting more out of that. Sure. Okay, Chris Hemsworth. Okay, did Disney have Marvel at this point? Uh, <laughs> yes, but Avengers came out the year before, so it'd be Thor: Dark World. Is this Dark World? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Thor: The Dark World. That is the answer. Very good, Ooh. sir. Okay. Uh, Number three. I know the easy ones. Number three. Brand new. (gasps) From Relativity Relativity Media. Hot off the press. It made 5.2 this weekend. I don't know what that is.
0: Uh, I've heard of it, but I can't remember. So, I'd say tagline on this one.
1: Okay, let's go tagline. Sometimes your battle chooses you. Sometimes your battle chooses you. Um I'm, I'm gonna say this doesn't sound familiar to me and I'm just gonna Cancer the go f- movie. Yeah, fifty fifty? <laughs> or is that twenty twelve? Nah, yeah. Uh that was maybe twenty eleven. Alright, yeah. well I'm gonna go actor one. Okay, sounds good. Christian Bale. Sometimes your battle chooses you. Okay. Oh, uh Out of the Furnace. Okay. Never heard of that
0: one got a pretty stacked cast
1: good guess i think it's a good one uh, well it was a good guess because that was the correct answer hooray <laughs> nice. well done sir thank you all right uh number two is number one last week it's from Lionsgate. gate made 26.1 this weekend after 65 percent drop it's made 335.8 it was Three 2013 weeks. right yeah. And thinking, we're in December. Are you, thinking, are you also thinking Hunger Games? A catching Fire was this time. Yeah, uh, uh, I think so. Catching Box Office, more like it. There we go. Woo! Nice. Good job. All right. Hunger Games, herpes. Oh, God. <laughs> That sounds like that's going to be. A, I can hear Greg O'Neill laughing right now. I I I can't wait. I can't wait in two months after this episode <laughs> drops for him to tweet about it. Yay! Hi, Greg. Uh, we love you, Greg. <laughs> we need to get Greg on the show again. Greg, come on the show. We yes. need you. We'll we we'll wait. We can't wait to hear from you in two months. <laughs> uh, oh God! Kicked off my socks. I feel so good. Ooh, nice. Number one. Number one was number two last week. So this one's climbed up the charts. Uh, uh, it's from a Walt Disney. A Walt Disney. Walt Disney. It made 31.6 this? this weekend after a 53% drop. It made 134.2 million in three weeks. That's a good amount of money. Yeah. It, so this and this that's and, frozen. twenty thirteen best animated frozen? feature.
0: Is that? Is that wait. Yeah, that,
1: that sounds right. That sounds right. Because Frozen definitely was a grower. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. Frozen. Jonathan ruled the roost.
0: I think between he and I, we. Yeah, I didn't even get to say anything, but that's okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love it when it's the newer shit. <laughs> <laughs> well done. If if I wouldn't have punched in babies. For Zach, oh no! We would have gotten a thousand, but we got 980 out of a possible 1200. Hey, still pretty good. I'll buy that for a dollar. Do well, you guys want to talk about a movie? Let's talk about the movie. you beautiful people out there in podcast land my name is paul workman i'm jonathan pierce and i'm zach mccoy and we are your oscar grouches welcome back to the oscar's podcast show where we discuss oscar winners throughout history try to determine where the academy went wrong if they went wrong and what are we watching this week zach
0: We're watching The Bachelor and the Bobby Soxer. Cary Grant, that handsome devil, finds himself in a tricky legal pickle when a precocious teenage Shirley Temple develops a crush. And wouldn't you know it, her older sister is a judge.
1: That was fucking Shirley Temple? That was fucking Shirley Temple. (laughs) I didn't pay attention to the (laughs) (laughs) cast. And you weren't on... Last week's episode where we were talking about Shirley Temple. Well, there we go. I just remember Zach making a comment, going, "Is it okay to say this about Shirley Temple?" We'll get there. <laughs> we will get there. Oh, I'm but, sure we'll get there. But until then, is this everybody's first time seeing The Bachelor and the Bobby Soxer? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, we are going to say Oscar firsties. Hooray! But I will say Leanne went and saw this, went and watched this over at a friend's house like a couple of years ago. Huh. And came home and was talking to me about it. And she's just like, there's this movie. Shirley Temple just wants to fuck Cary Grant. And I was like, that <laughs> sounds amazing. <laughs> And the, if somebody would have pitched this movie exactly like that, I would have watched it that fucking instant. <laughs> I should have. Yeah. And then some the uh the clip of her like watching him at the 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 school? The, the school speech. and him turning into the the knight in shining armor was going yeah. around on social media at some point. Uh like somebody found this movie and was like, "Oh," Liam was like, "Oh my god, that's a that movie that I watched." This this movie apparently has quite a bit of uh, um I don't want to say modern, but there is definitely some stuff that's pulled from yeah. this movie. Yeah. 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 But first, but first? An Oscar breakdown? Break it down. All right. Best original screenplay goes to The Bachelor and the Bobby Soxer, giving Sidney Sheldon an Academy Award. Uh and Bobby Soxer Beats Out Body and Soul, written by Abraham Polonski. A Double Life, written by Ruth Gordon and Garson Kanan. Monsieur Verdoux, uh, written by Charlie Chaplin. And Shoeshine, written by Sergio Amede, Adolfo Franchi, uh, Cesar Giulio Viola, and Cesar Zavatini. Beautiful. Thank you. I tried my best. I'm sorry, any Italians listening, that I have butchered your courteous language. Uh, and just, uh, that's it. it with a gabagoo. Gabagoo. 100% Nominated for one one one,
0: one, one. Well, seems to be a trend recently.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. That's why we call it the Cool Academy Award. Cause <laughs> it, it you get nothing bad. else. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about this movie. I, I, I thought it was adorable.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not going to shy away from saying straight up, I adore this movie.
1: Yeah, I, I love good. this movie it, so <laughs> much. It, <laughs> <it's>, it, <laughs> I had a great time watching this movie. Me too. And, and I was, af- I was kind of afraid. Yeah, from just the the, the plot of the film that this was going to stray into some bad areas. And it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't at all. does oh. this film? Not. It's so, wild.
0: so <laughs> it, especially considering everything we've been watching the time. The movie comes out 1947 and it's got such a sensible and mature handling of the subject matter. And even by today's standards, I was amazed and <laughs> so happy.
1: I, I will say like, it it kind of bothered me right at the beginning when the maids going in to wake up Shirley Temple and Myrna Loy's characters. Mm. And she walks into Myrna Loy's room and she's like, I gotta go wake up the judge. And they keep Myrna Loy completely hidden, so you don't know it's a woman. And mm. oh my god, the judge is a woman. And I was like, Oh no, this is gonna this is going to go straight downhill from here, isn't it? Because <laughs> well. it's like, oh you were expecting a man, but it's a woman. Yeah. No, it, but, it, it didn't, it, this movie, like, so the I, whole idea I, I could, that... I could just imagine the enforcers of the Hayes Code breathing down the fucking neck of some people on this one. <laughs> like, yeah. Where are you going with this? Where are you going? All yeah. right. Keep that straight and narrow. <laughs> yeah.
0: And even the whole premise of, uh, him dating her, uh, is handled by constant chaperones and the the looming presence of the DA and the judges and stuff. So it's not like, yeah, that wouldn't fly today. You wouldn't say, go ahead and date this teenage girl so she loses her infatuation.
1: And and Cary Grant, throughout this film, is constantly uh like, she's 17. She's a fucking child. Yes. End of story. I am not interested in this girl, no matter how beautiful she might be. End of story. Yep, she's a child, and <laughs> you know, and they they make him kind of a cad at the beginning too. Yeah. So yep. you could you could absolutely see a worse movie straying kind of in that territory, and it doesn't. It does nope. not. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Bare minimum, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So in, I, I will say, as much as I did enjoy this movie, I'm not. It, it had its issues. I feel like the third act just fucking sped up quick true um, yeah but it, it for an hour and a half long movie that you know that's going to be I'm okay okay with that yeah but uh it it felt like the movie knew that it needed to wrap shit up it's like it, all right we 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 we've we've kind of settled on the premise now let's go ahead yeah. let's 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 wrap this up the the whole judge liking him thing, it was kind of like, I knew this was coming, but it's really the only logical conclusion to make this a film instead of just, you know, pissed off little girl when the guy finally goes away. Yeah. But yeah, other than that though, I God, the movie was just adorable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it was f- genuinely funny. Like I, I laughed and, um, just the, everybody is firing on all cylinders as a performer and they've got great comedic delivery. Uh, you know, a lot of it is delivered straight, um, but the
1: situations are so absurd and silly. And, and Uh, Cary Grant, Cary Grant does the put upon guy better than anybody. Yeah. Like he's just, he's just always two steps past everything. (laughs) And he's so wonderful. Yep. Um,
0: so I'm, I'm going to get my, uh, kind of creepy comment out of the way. Uh, you know I in this year am a thirty-seven year old man.
1: She's only seventeen.
0: In real life, she is an eighteen year old married woman at this point when the, the film is She's being She's been killed. married for
1: ten months. Yes. Yeah.
0: So but still a thirty seven year old man commenting on how beautiful eighteen year old woman is still creepy, but when I was a teenager, I would have said, Slap me in the middle of that hot redhead sister sandwich.
1: Um, <laughs> she just looked 12 to me the entire time yeah, Even I not say, knowing it was Shirley Temple I will say, as a teenager I had seen Shirley Temple In Ford Apache, the John Ford film uh-huh. And I had a major crush on uh, Shirley Temple as a teenager And it's not yeah. like she didn't Mature into a gorgeous woman Yes, sure. and
0: a and, very Accomplished,
1: incredible woman Yes, so, and, I love her A a great humanitarian. Yes. Yes. So, Aaron Aloy is also incredible. Just dropped hit gorgeous in the film, too. Oh, yeah. And I'll say that also, I have never related to a character as much as I related to Shirley Temple in this movie because who doesn't want to fuck Gary Grant? (laughs) No, right. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. That man is gorgeous. gorgeous. Stack of beauty. <laughs> mm-hmm. He uh,
0: he. <laughs> it's so effortless for him too. Just like you know, the scenes where he's like he's making himself a drink, putting on the radio, and he's got his you know nighttime jacket and his robe <laughs> on. It's just like, man, come on, Zach, be more like Cary Grant, That's right? Uh, but I can achieve uh, it. I've got time.
1: Here we go. Cary Grant, who died in Davenport, Iowa. Oh no. just just so everybody knows Davenport Iowa killed Carrie Grant home of home of Greg O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another reason to avoid the quad cities. <laughs> so um yeah, we got uh
0: Ray Collins playing the uncle back. He was in Citizen Kane. Yep. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's cool. And and he's a lot of fun in this movie. <laughs> He At the is. end when he when he gets the uh the assistant district attorney <laughs> taken away by the cops. Yeah. That was awesome. Oh amazing. <laughs> so uh
0: yeah, the, the film is great, fun, cast is great, I loved it. I guess we can kind of shift to talk more about the writing specifically if anybody wants to.
1: Yeah. So and this is where again we we come into the dilemma of oh, I've seen it. I've seen it a lot. Like this, 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 this. Like I said, like the third act, you kind of saw where it was gonna go. Yeah, pretty, and you you could have even seen it from the beginning. I yeah. As as soon as I kind of read the synopsis of the film, I, yeah, it's like, oh, Cary Grant, Mir and a lawyer on screen together. They're gorgeous. <laughs> They're gonna fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a plane. On a plane. on a plane. A mile high club for Cary Grant. Um, so again, it, it's, it's one of those, like, you know, how many times has this story been told at that time? You know? Yeah. So I, I feel like the script itself was cleverly done. I could I can hear Travis bitching about, uh, how fast they were talking, <laughs> 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 especially at the, uh, the dinner. Oh my God. That dinner scene is so, it's so fucking chaotic. hysterical. It is. Oh my, so I laughed <laughs> so much through that scene. Yeah, it, it just—it was... it almost feels like somebody was just pointing at your turn to talk, your turn to talk, your turn to talk. Like it's just how fast that fucking conversation was going. I'm just like, I then like is nuts. Conversations are happening on top of conversations, and just the guy in the back. That is my chair. That is my <laughs> chair. <laughs> there are plenty I, of I, other chairs here, sir. Yes, I want you to know that. I want you to get out of mine and find your own, <laughs> own damn chair. I was so entertained that
0: I didn't really uh, pay much attention. I'll have to go back and watch it again. But it, it felt like that was all like kind of one take, not like many cuts or anything. Everybody. Oh was, yeah,
1: no, it well, had not work. a ton of cuts. They, yeah. there's there's a lot of real like static camera work. Like yeah. yeah there's definitely a no reason this isn't in the cinematography category cuz mm. it's, it's not shot very well right yeah but just the the deliveries and stuff in, in that scene
0: and um yeah. good were very good and oh. um so sydney shelton the writer uh creator of i dream of genie yeah nominated nice. for an emmy later on <clears throat> for that um yeah i i think uh I wasn't really familiar with the term Bobby socks, right? I said, Caitlin, I asked her, I was like, do you know that term? She's like, oh, yeah, isn't that like a kind of a style that uh,
1: it's someone who wears Bobby socks? Yeah, I still don't know what the fuck a Bobby socks is. Well, look up, look, look up what Bobby socks (laughs) are. We're looking up a Bobby. socks. I was was coming in here hoping to be educated by you guys, but I guess (laughs) they're like socks with bobbles on. Yeah, we're really popular around this time. And, you know, the way. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Kind of, she had that, uh, you know, trendy dialogue or talk the way, you know, is a trendy kind of, uh, like a e-girl or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like E-girls the, the, the 40 version of cat ears, I guess, <laughs> um, um. A squandlish. Yeah. A squand- I, squand- gulkish. Or was squand- that it? Squand- like, Skonklish? Gonklish. Yes. So, so that's another thing. How much of the fucking verb it was used in this movie was just made up words <laughs> and how much of it was actual lingo of the time? Right. Like, oh God, I can't even remember any of the words that the, the teenage boy that he was using that Carrie yeah. ended up coming back. Like, there's no way anybody was using that. That's not what they. A fine said. way
0: to treat a veteran. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) No, but, uh, yeah, the, I, I thought the writing was good and clever. Uh, my, I same have the same kind of complaint as you, Jonathan, with the ending. I didn't love that there was like, things were resolved off screen with the uncle and, uh, Shirley Temple's character, but it also kind of made sense to happen after that dinner party when things were so kind of up in the air. Yeah. You know, his talking about putting her over the knee and spanking her aside. You know, um, giving her the firm talking to, and she's you know kind of colored as a what's not the word, quick to buy into uh, ideas or whatever. She follows trends for a couple weeks and then follow Mm -hmm. them, yeah, whatever. So it wasn't unbelievable, but everything did happen so fast to wrap it up. But yeah, it didn't terribly ruin anything for me. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I, like the third act is is a little fast paced, but it felt like them knowing they needed to wrap shit up. So like, uh, this premise is kind of thin and yep. we really don't need to hang around much longer than 90 yep. minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean everybody's gonna buy into the premise because everybody wants to fuck Gary Grant. But yep. yep. You know, you we, we don't need to hang around too long. <laughs>
0: there. Um and then like uh Jonathan mentioned with the whole uh you remind me of a man thing with yep <laughs> i um uh, somehow that passed me over that it was a of reference labyrinth reference anything else but i think it was like in the movie isn't it, it was shown that on screen i don't know yeah anyway.
1: yeah so uh, that was that was fun i like that being in here cuz now i can be like oh i didn't know you were a Cary grant fan to people
0: yeah I what thought what it was, was cute, cute cute to end the movie that way too.
1: Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Gents, do you guys got any more notes on the movie? I not know. it's such a it's such a hard script to really talk about. It's real I just said it's a real tight script. Yeah. It wraps itself up a little bit too fast, but the dialogue is snappy and fun and it's, I, yeah, I don't, it's funny. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there's a moment that I'm not having a great time watching this movie because like, even Cary Grant's introduction to this movie is written so well. Yeah. Like, it yep. tells you everything you need to know about this character before you even meet him. <laughs> Absolutely. Just well, a great film. Indeed.
0: So, do we have any uh, L- Library of Congress? Is that what we do next? I
1: have that up. Uh, Give me just oh. one second. Well done. Juicy, juicy, juicy. All right. So, 1947. Did this movie get in and what year did it get in if it got in uh, so i feel like it's
0: probably not that'd be my guess because i'm surprised that this movie isn't more like talked about in, in reference to the time and stuff
1: yeah i'm gonna say no it's probably not in either it is not yeah okay so we're both correct um but films that got in from 1947 uh gentleman's agreement the best picture winner Uh Uh miracle on 34th street the pearl based off the john steinbeck novel and uh motion painting number one the animated short subject experimental film that's it that's not it but i've just been doing highlights because yeah okay that's yeah because you've covered them all before yeah so just kind of reminding everybody of some of the big ones yeah and some of the more interesting ones fair enough all right well let's get into our worsty judgments And Zach. Hello, sir. Does this movie deserve best original screenplay?
0: I think it's a great screenplay, a lot of fun, made me laugh. Um, I have only seen part of one of the other films in this uh, category. I am in the process of watching Shoeshine. Thank you, Mr. Workman. Um, Mostly because I've heard about it. Uh, thanks to Thersese and Mr. Martin Scorsese's My Voyage to Italy. It's one of the films featured in his recommended, uh, viewings. And it's considered uh, an Italian classic. And I'm about halfway through and it's really good so far. Very well written. It's, um, it's kind of a sobering look at how easy it is for, uh, downtrodden and, uh, uh, poor people to get thrown in jail for just about anything. And, um so yeah I look forward to watching that and finishing. I feel like it's probably the more important film and maybe it deserved uh screenplay but I think it won best foreign P- picture if I'm correct. So it's it's that's all right. Um so I'm going to say yes because Bobby Soxer great film and I like it. So there we go.
1: Yes, it got a special best foreign language film award because okay. the category doesn't exist at this point oh okay all right
0: all right well uh, what do you uh think mr jonathan pierce
1: i only saw this movie i've only seen this movie i'm probably not gonna watch the other one but I'll i will watch say the
0: charlie chaplin one
1: yeah i should I think that's a very nice film
0: doesn't he play a Is it? serial killer or something and it's like a comedy
1: <laughs> it's yeah, a could. black comedy film Directed and starring Chaplin, who plays a bigamist wife killer. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, ha ha. All right. So maybe I need to check this fucking movie out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, premise alone. But that being said, I thought this movie was, it It, it was a good script. I, I enjoyed it. The screenplay was amazing. I, yeah, I think it deserves it. Um, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah good times paul uh all right so for short short answer yes i think this absolutely deserves it um i as i said last week i have been mostly paying pokemon recently because yep. i'm enjoying time with my boys very good yeah and i took my kid for disc golfing today that was nice now, how'd you do i sucked today my kid, every every dish she threw in the basket was her first try. Nothing but hole-in-one nice. for her. Well, that sounds under par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, because I have decided to focus more on just hanging out with my kids, uh, and we've been letting them stay up a little bit later because it's summertime. Yes, sir. Uh, I just don't have a lot of time to watch movies at home right now. And I'm okay with that. Yes. uh, Because they want to play Pokemon with me. So we play Pokemon together. And I am about, uh, I think, about 100 Pokemon away from completing the Paldea Pokedex. My goodness. Oh, nice. uh, So I've been putting a lot of work in on that. Uh, Oh, my God. uh, And I'm getting a lot of help from... So I've been playing Scarlet. No one's been playing Violet. And... We've been trading Pokemon so that we can complete each other's decks. There you go. That is good fathering. Indeed. I'm trying. You're a good dad. Yes. I try very hard. It's a lot. I wish you were my dad, but I'm happy that you're my daddy.
0: (laughs) That's right. It's like (laughs) like I said, you can't pick your father, but you can pick your daddy.
1: There you go. All right. Well, Zach. Is this behind. the worst best original screenplay? Not
0: at all. I love this movie, and i I flirted with that five stars, but I I was hesitant just because of a couple things. So I gave it a four and a half. But I've got my number two behind Citizen Kane. I liked it that much. That's where it's at. Nice. Where do you have it, Mister Pierce?
1: Oh well, again, I'm I'm two movies in the hole, hmm. so that I still need to watch. But that being said, where I have it, I have it at my number three. Uh, The Great McGinty is being quite the wall for me. Mm. I I feel like that movie was a tighter script. I, I, I just, I'm gonna rewatch one. I'm probably gonna watch that more than I would this one, as much as I enjoyed this one. Okay, Mr. Workman. Oh, you got me right in the middle of yawn. Nice. Um. Okay, so this is not the worst. It's far from the worst. And uh, I also have it at my number three, but it topped McGinty for me. Mainly, and I think McGinty's time jumps uh, detract a little bit from for me, but not enough to not have given it four and a half stars. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I also give this four and a half stars, so I zacked as well. Uh, But I have it under Marie Louise. The film, of course, I said. Should be talked about besides Citizen King. That's where I'm at. All right. Okay. Well, then that is where we are going to call it here today. My name is Jonathan Pierce. You can find me on the Twitter, Twitch, TikToks, and the letterbox at Altorn Occam. This week, I saw Barbie. Oh, how'd you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. I also enjoy Mattel just not understanding the lessons that are made. Nope. Like, Oh, look, Barbie did good. Let's make a Magic 8-Ball movie. Yeah. I am morbidly curious about the J.J. Abrams grounded mm-hmm. in oh, three oh, I'm else. Else. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm interested in the Barney one. Hmm. Yeah, the 8024 woman gave yeah. the movie.
0: I was very bothered right. by, I don't even know if this is true, but uh, the Polly Pocket directed by Lee There
1: are 18 oh, films Mattel right. said, oh, look, Barbie made money. Yeah. Let's put a bunch of names on every product we own. They they decided to do this before Barbie made money. Really? They were like, oh, the projections for Barbie look good. That means people <laughs> want pew, 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 pew. Oh, God, just it doesn't make sense to me. But uh, whatever, Barbie was great, but not for the reasons Mattel thinks it was great. <laughs> yeah, it's for no, the reasons of even. Greta Gerwig. That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach together—they they're incredible writers, and I yep, yeah. don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> yep. I haven't
0: seen Barbie, do, but, but I made I a don't. strawberry cake tonight, and it was pink and pretty. Lovely. Yeah.
1: All right, Zach. Well, where can we find you, Mr. Strawberry Shortcake?
0: <laughs> you can find me on Critiker, Zach Master, X A K K M E S T E R, TikTok at House Havoc, Letterboxd by searching my name, calling all places, Mr. Workman.
1: Uh, you can follow me at Shark Dressman on TikTok, where Joseph Tappy and I are covering all sorts of shark related content. And you can follow me at Father of the Fear across Twitter, because I'm just going to call it Twitter. Yes, good. good. Um... Yeah, And uh, letterbox where I keep running tally of all the films that I watched. And this week, I watched myself get a level 88 Skeledurge Woo! in Pokemon Scarlet. And I'm very excited about that. Yes. Nice. And I'll say that Skeledurge wasn't my my starting Pokemon. Uh, but I've grown to love him more than anything. I should have started with Coco. I just really wanted to see if Quaxley was going to turn into like a... A Don Quixote figure, oh. and sure. Quaxley did not turn into a Don Quixote figure. Turned into a carnival uh, dancer. Oh, okay, which I like. Called yeah. Quackaball, which I like. Yeah, Buzz But what? These are all just words that I'm not understanding anymore. Like I'm <laughs> so like I picked up the newest Pokemons. I just haven't ate them yet. Well,
0: I have. Pic- let's do. Let's do raids together. <laughs> I have an image in my head of a very sexy Pokemon dancing.
1: So. I'll I'll send you a picture. Thank you. I'm pretty sure if you just looked up. I think there's like 34 of them. If you just look up like Pokemon Rule 34, you might be able to oh find God. what you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, I I'm, can guarantee you this yes. has been Rule 34. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Zach. Uh, yeah. I got the odds. What are we watching next week? So, we're skipping
0: 1948. I guess we'll talk about that next time. Because there's well, I mean, no we award. can.
1: We can, we can kind of go into it right now. Sure. There is a Best Screenplay Award, which goes to this Treasure of the Sierra Madre, which oh. is an adaptation. Oh, right. So we can't cover that. And then there is a Best Motion Picture Story Award, which is not screenplay. So, yeah. Oh, thank so you. So for some reason, they just did not do it for 1948. And I don't know if they didn't feel like they had enough good original screenplays to do the category but you know we we keep saying all our favorite ones are over and <laughs> adapted and they sure all are because, madre is amazing uh, because you know movies have always been original people will tell you that movies used to be original all the time so all the best ones are in the adapted screenplay, <laughs> right <laughs> so anyway what yeah. are we watching next? thank week? you uh,
0: 1949's film Battleground, which you can rent on Amazon, Apple TV, Google, Voodoo,
1: and YouTube. Hey, we're heading back to World War II, everybody. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least it's only 118 minutes. Okay. 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 Just, just shy. Okay. I'll take it. Just a tickle. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, we would like to think. Trav from our sister podcast leveling up with Benjamin Banks for producing our podcast. They're on their summer break right now, so oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. you could catch up on some stuff. Good time to, you know, to catch up. To
0: that,
1: to that great podcast. Uh, we like thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We like to thank Megan and J. Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. We follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Oscar Pod and on Facebook the Oscar Worcester Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen. In the almighty algorithm
0: Go and give us those five stars Because if you don't,
1: Podcast Scorned is a fury Indeed Don't be skunkless, you clutch Yeah (laughs) So for Jonathan and Zach And an actor named Pat Flaherty Who played the Sunset High coach Hey Greg O'Neill, ask Pat Flaherty if that was him We would like for you all to have a damn fine day.